Willkommen zum IGN UK Podcast. Ich bin Simon Cardi und bei mir ist dieser Woche Dale Driver und Jesse Gomez. Wie geht's, Jungen? Uh, ich bin Dale Driver. Was about all I got? I'm yeah, afraid. wunderbar. That's enough German I probably butchered. And I'm sorry if you're a German listener. Please don't message me saying how I got it wrong. Uh, yeah. Do you think they switched off the podcast me feel bad? as soon as they heard that, figuring it's the I wrong one? I don't think... I don't think is anyone. Do, you're still recognising yeah. my voice, aren't you? I Try and know. go into the podcast options, and you got think you got the wrong language <laughs> setting or something. Yeah, <laughs> imagine if the podcast did that, just auto translate. Uh, That'd be sick. German. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, that's enough of that for now. Let's talk about what have we got this week? We've got a few few things. Like last week, we were quite empty. We made up some stuff. Of course, the British sitcom Smash. Ooh. Was, uh, it was actually a surprisingly big hit. Yeah. But like, as much feedback as we've had in a long time, so we'll get to some of that later, don't worry. Almost as many as when we asked people what their favourite crisps were. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I honestly feel like years. it was more. Maybe it was more. Yeah. I feel like maybe crisps was over a few weeks, so maybe mm. maybe we'll have more Smash yeah. characters. But uh, why don't we talk about some films and games first? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, before that, I'm going to talk about something completely different, which is... <laughs> If, uh, if you don't know at IGN, we do these inside stories. They're like big kind of documentary-like features. And me and Matt have been working on one for months now that comes out this Sunday, if you're listening to this, uh, Friday or Saturday. If you listen to it Sunday or later, it's already out, so you might have watched it. But uh, it's about the creation of a band called KDA, which you may or may not have heard of. They are a pop group, kind of K-pop inspired, so got some Korean influences in there. But the weird thing about them is they're created by Riot Games, who make League of Legends, and it's just I don't want to I don't want to say too much if you don't know the story of them because it's it's an interesting mm. and bizarre story, and I think it's something I already kind of knew about, and I I liked the music. Which dogs, it's not normally my sort of music either, but for some reason it just, it absolutely bangs. Uh, yeah. Probably play some at the end, but I think Dale, you can attest that because oh, yeah. you had no interest in them. You watch the video and you're like, now you're a super fan. <laughs> so yeah, like, um, I'm very 38 years old. You kind of get stuck in your ways at that point. And I didn't think I had any interest in K pop music. Uh, but then you guys intrigued me with this, this pitch. Mm-hmm. of the fact that it was the guys who make League of Legends they were making uh, made a K-pop band and that that's an interesting enough hook anyway to mm-hmm. find out but then when you actually get into it and watch it and I had to watch it you know quite a while ago now for you know editing purposes and stuff and I realized mm-hmm. actually these songs are phenomenal like really well produced pop songs and now all of a sudden yeah. my Spotify's full of KDA songs like not something I there ever expected but yeah so yeah just a little plug there we don't normally do plugs for our work but you know when it's big things like that we thought why not let people know it exists yes. so yeah from this sunday at 3 p.m uk time like 7 a.m if you're on the west coast of america it'll be live so give it a watch yeah, check it out. we'd appreciate it uh what have we been doing this week though we have been playing back for blood because the open beta started yesterday i believe there was a closed beta for a few days we just me you uh well just us three and matt even yeah. uh jumped in last night and played all the campaign stuff which is about roughly an hour and a half worth mm. of yeah. content i think we had a good time yeah we kind of um yeah. i feel like there's m- there's more than that because we played we played it on normal but it was kind of a breeze like we didn't really struggle yeah. so i feel yeah. like if you yeah you ramped up the difficulties there's, a, there's a lot, quite a lot in there in that beta actually yeah that, that's the weird thing because i play the uh closed alpha and just recalling back to that first chapter that we played through it was leagues ahead in terms of difficulty and what we played through like cardi said was a bit more just breezy like we didn't encounter that much difficulty really at all yeah, weird. Fair, like, which we- is weird because i 
I know it has like the AI director thing, which kind of alters like each time you play it. And yeah, I played it earlier in the week with uh, Tam and Lucy actually, and we played one of the levels, which in this beta is to have like a bridge and a boat. Mm. I found it quite difficult. Like they're this absolutely swamped in enemies, like loads of like heavy enemies as well. Yeah, we played it last night and we just ran through <laughs> the bridge and the boat without being touched. Like I don't know, yeah. it was almost like they forgot to load half the enemies. <laughs> yeah, like I was really hyping myself up for it, and then when it happened, I was like, oh, yeah. this is a lot different. Yeah, that one level, there was yeah. only one spicy bit right at the end when we were trying to run off the boat and I got mm-hmm. grabbed to like with like six seconds to go. <laughs> uh, but we still made but, it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was obviously we were playing it on normal. And that's with friendly fire turned off. I imagine that's a much harder game with friendly fire oh, yeah. turned on because yeah, for sure. we were hitting each other a lot. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, I've, so I don't have, I know what Left 4 Dead is. I've watched Left 4 Dead. I just, Left 4 Dead passed me by when mm. it originally came out. I never really got into it. I was never really into those sort of games when they came out. I, I was like, it, I didn't really have an Xbox or a PC and I didn't really play a lot of online games to be fair until, well, a little bit after that. So mm. it's always a game I knew I'd love because like just the design of like four friends teaming up to kill yeah. loads of zombies. I mean, what's not to like about that? It seems very, from everything I've heard anecdotally, it seems very similar to that. Obviously, it's the same studio. Yeah, it's effectively sure. left for dead free. I mean, that's what they're going for, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's clear yeah. enough in like the marketing and advertising. But despite it being like people saying like, you know, this is basically left for dead three. Mm. In reality, like gameplay wise, it's a fair bit different, especially with that card system as well. And Matt was saying yesterday, I, I'm the same as Cardi in terms of Left 4 Dead history, but Matt was saying like it was way more comprehensive in terms of weapons as well, like what, like mm-hmm. the variety there's of weapons. There's tons of weapons. There's like, yeah. It seems like there's 30 different guns, which I wasn't expecting. I found my babies, as I do in most games of like the M16 and the MP5. Mm. I mean, I'm not a gun nut, I promise, but uh, <laughs> you know, I do. I have my Don't papers. expose me like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just... I, I want to see more of it because I am into it. I just want to know how long that campaign is because I'm not really into the versus stuff as much, I don't think. Mm. But Did we'll you... see. I, w- I want to see more of the cool enemies because we only saw really about four, yeah. maybe five different types. I would yeah. say um, overall, like I, I really liked it and I had a good time. Um, oh, yeah. But I do have a couple of like issues. Maybe it's just me, but... I feel like sometimes I appreciate the speed of it, but sometimes I feel like it's going by too fast and I'm not really it's getting to, very sure. Yeah. I'm not yeah. really, yeah. even like the min- moment to moment combat, I feel like I'm not really taking in the thing because we're just legging it to the next one. And well, especially when you play with someone like Jesse just yeah. runs there <laughs> yeah. and mows everyone down. You're just like, Oh, cheers. We're, we're, we're that just, that we're one moment past, when I was we? running through all the crows, one, my, moment. one moment, it was every <laughs> single one. I, I'm referring to specifically the crow moment, which usually you have to, avoid but really you're in a funnel here my idea was because you guys were dealing with enemies at the back i would sprint ahead attract all the crows in which then the zombies in that area came to me so noble so i ended up assisting you lot by okay. killing the enemies yeah. ahead i just want to say that yeah you're, you're constantly at 100 miles an hour even like yeah. you know the, the combat is 100 miles an hour as well that sometimes i didn't feel like i was like appreciating the moment it never mm. there's only a few moments where we truly felt like oh my god we're swarmed here how do we deal with this and i kind of yeah. want more of those sort of moments i think Le- there's, there's no has a lot of just... those sorry go ahead go on no no you don't oh, no. <laughs> left dead. Go on. oh no this thing like dead. You mentioned, you know, how you're constantly rushing for you're always trying to get to that next safe room and stuff. And Left 4 Dead, you know, is pretty much like that. But a yeah. lot of the missions in Left 4 Dead are 
a fair bit longer than what's in Back for Blood. Right. And I'm thinking of the first mm-hmm. campaign in Left 4 Dead, No Mercy, when the um, Xbox 360 demo for that came out. It was only the first two like missions in that campaign, a total of four. And I've replayed that countless and countless of times. And even that felt longer than what Back for Blood did. Yeah. And I'm a bit mm-hmm. worried with like replayability as well, because you know I've put I mean, hundreds and hundreds of hours into Left 4 Dead, but with Back for Blood, I'm not really feeling that at the moment, just from what we've played. It's just very, like we were saying, it is very quick. Like we did, I think there's eight missions, like eight, mm. I say missions, eight levels. Yeah. Uh, and we did that in an hour and a half. Like you're looking at 10 minutes each I mean, for each yeah. of those. There's there's no time to just stop and smell the corpses, yeah. is what I'm saying. Well, that final <laughs> mission, we like, there's a part where, you know, you have to kind of essentially destroy something and then, you know, get into the escape vehicle. That took us, I feel like, yeah, minutes. 10 minutes. And then it ended. If I was that, like, oh, that's the end. Yeah. I mean, I know there's more that was at one, but yeah, maybe yeah. It get maybe that is just all basically an intro section. I don't know how many of I haven't done my research. I don't know if they've even said like how many of these acts there are in the campaign. Yeah. Um, I could also yeah. do with more variety. Well, I'm sure there is in the full game, like with any expense to taste of it. But in terms of the set pieces, like a lot yeah. of it is run to this point and get mm-hmm. to the safe house. Whereas I liked there was, there's one mission where we had to coordinate planting bombs and stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah. I would want more of that more like, okay, you're in this area. You've got to almost solve it. Like not a puzzle, but you've got to put these things together to be able to get out of mm-hmm. that. I felt like it could have done with more of that. And hopefully the full game has that. And I'm just, yeah. you know. well, we were in that one house and we were just absolute, like we were all just covered in blood. There was one <laughs> yeah. house where, like we almost, we almost failed. Like I think there's three of us down at one point and we managed to pull it around. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was, a, that was, a horror house um i just i think i'm i've seen a lot of people being quite negative about it but i i quite enjoyed it i had a good time it's kind of exactly what i wanted which is i enjoy that it's quite i know we were playing it on normal difficulty which is the easiest option we could do but i liked that basically every of the just normal zombies is just like one shot gone and it has some of the most egregious lock-on in a shooting game i've ever seen you can turn that off but but I was, I don't know, at the same time, it's just like, I'm happy with this at the moment. Just chat. It's the it's exactly what I'd do with some other games. Just like zone out and just yeah. chat mm. and just have a laugh. It's and, very handy when you're yeah. on like the Desert Eagle or something. So you can just like constantly Ooh, yeah. snap in, snap out, snap in. Yeah. To, like, to, so you're still picking them off relatively fast. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's, yeah, the sniper rifle feels like it would be useless most of the time because of the speed. But with the, yeah. with the lock on, mm-hmm. that kind of makes it a bit more. Well, it's awesome. almost got that sort of time splitters, House of the Dead sort of thing to it. It feels mm. more like a light gun arcade game than it does a console game in a way. Yeah. And I'm kind of i know i'm into it i i want to play more and yeah i don't know it's not too long till it's actually out is it is it not too uh, i, I, I want to yeah. say yeah, potentially you, uh, you mentioned like the negative reception i've been like i've been seeing as well because i have a lot of mates like like me who you know loved left for dead one and two have been waiting for mm. the third game to come out for ages and i think to the run-up of you know the alpha and now you know the open beta and stuff hearing that you know at launch at least, offline play isn't going to be supported. I think that's a big thing for mm. people who played Left 4 Dead, especially because the AI was like, it was really, really good AI. You know, they had really great call-outs. They'll actually assist you if you go down. They'll swap weapons throughout the campaign. I'm not really seeing that in Back 4 Blood when I've played with the AI. And I think the big thing as well for like, you know, returning players from Left 4 Dead going into Back 4 Blood, there's no mod support. And I think that's what's worrying people as well, like, you know, big fans mm-hmm. of Left 4 Dead, because you're seeing the way... You know, you've got cards and stuff in this game and in my head, especially with their, you know, prior history with Evolve, I'm imagining microtransactions and stuff. And I feel like for me, that's a worry when it comes to Back for Blood, especially with no mod support. 
I've heard nothing about microtransactions. Yeah. I don't know if there are any. I haven't. I, I feel like it'll be an easy thing to implement when they want to, given mm-hmm. how it plays. Because Left 4 Dead, like you know, it was offline. It was so easy to pick up and play. And Back for Blood, you know, it's going to require mm-hmm. that internet connection. The AI is not too great. It's all leaning towards yeah. something that I'm not quite comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, I did enjoy it. Like I said, yeah. I, I just like shooting lots of zombies, and I do kind of wish there was a bit more character to the characters. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really, I don't really care for any of them, and I mm. almost hoped they'd have more kind of unique abilities like cool things they could do rather yeah. than just like this one has 10 percent more stamina or something yeah. like that that's not too exciting for me like if there was i know they had like unique weapons or something like that that would be quite cool mm. but yeah. yeah like i said overall kind of nitpicking i i had a great time and i will play it and i'm intrigued to play it on like nightmare difficulty and just see how hard it is that, that's going to be like closer to like that closed alpha experience where there's so many zombies it's ridiculous like you don't even have time mm-hmm. to think and so i think that, that's is, what is that how it scales or how will it will it scale? i've not tried it on higher difficulties does it scale in terms of um like volume of zombies or is it yeah like the ai like, director goes pretty crazy mm-hmm. when it comes to like throwing just you know the normal infect and also the special infected because i don't think we saw that many special infected when we, we, didn't, were we saw the ones with like the massive like weird horrible like like the stretchy arm arms. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they had like the uh, boomer equivalent where you like shoe and yeah. it explodes. And, and there was kind of one almost like boss like massive yes. like golem yeah. sort of thing. He was um, the only one who felt like it took a lot to go down. The rest of mm. the special ones kind of still felt like yeah. once we all focused on them, it wasn't. Yeah. Too Maybe we need to try on a hard of course. See yeah. what it's like. But that's like I mentioned before, the one thing that worries me is that I think that is like 40 to 50% friendly fire damage applies so yeah like the amount of time we were shooting each other like you'd have it I think must it was, be so it, difficult it was like mainly the lock-on thing and you know i think you would really have to coordinate yeah. like that card system if you're playing on hard difficulties like this one person is really good at healing someone this other person's good at melee and whatnot like you want to probably focus and strategize more with cards because for us we're just like yeah i want more stamina who gives a fuck like yeah. it doesn't really matter when you're playing on normal because you're just in it mm-hmm. you know for yourself and stuff you're not really thinking about the team at large you're in it for yourself mate i was a team player. well no but when it comes to card stuff it's not like we're all thinking like oh let's go for this card and you go for that and i'll get the team upgrade so that yeah, it benefits sure. this card and stuff we weren't going on that that's because we level. knew it'd be useless because you just separate from the group anyway <laughs> listen man i saved you lot plenty of times so let's not I get think twisted there was actually a time when all three of you were down and i saved the day but i won't <laughs> mention it i didn't mention it it's fine i wasn't gonna mention it until you did that uh yeah anyway if you've played bat for blood over this weekend it is an open beta i don't know is it is it a playstation only beta or is it i don't think it is actually sure i've seen on because there is people playing on pc it's on pc yes i think it's cross play as well actually Mm, i'll probably play it a bit more check it out and Mm. yeah let us know what you think of bat for blood uh at ign underscore uk feedback at ign.com the world's easiest email address um I also this week was lucky enough to go hands-on with Black Panther Ooh. from Marvel's Avengers. The War for Wakanda expansion is out next Tuesday, I believe. It's a free expansion, as everything is with Avengers. Like That's one thing you can't knock them on, that they have given lots of free content. Yeah. Whether at times it's the content people want yeah. is another question. But this content, I'm going to stop saying the word content, <laughs> oh, please. is good. Um <laughs> Look, it is content. It's content for a game. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what the War for Wakanda expansion is, is Black, Panth- Black Panther's introduction to mm. the Avengers game. Introduce him as a character, the whole Wakanda biome, and a story which 
by all accounts, is pretty much as long as the Kate Bishop and Hawkeye stories, which is a little disappointing to me. I thought it would be about double that, so that means it's probably... It's only a couple of hours. I would say you're looking at two to three, maybe four if you stretch it from okay. uh, the missions there. I mean, the missions were chunky I played. I played the first, the first two missions, and that yeah. took me around an hour. Okay. So... Do you think it'll be a little um, bit longer for someone like a new player who might really like Black Panther just delving into it maybe, now? Maybe, yeah, because you can always explore because it's the way the Avengers missions are set up is you don't have to go straight to objective. You can explore the area yeah. and do side stuff. Um, but all in all, I'm I'm excited by it, but with a caveat of I think it's good for people who want to play that for a few hours. I don't think it's sadly going to be the thing that saves Marvel's no. Avengers because it's not—it's not really changing how the whole game works, which is the main issue. But let's focus on the positives, which is Black Can- uh, Black Panther himself mm. plays incredibly well, as all the real all the characters in this game do. That's the that's the frustrating thing. I think I said a lot of times it plays really well. I think like the combat is good. It's just yeah. what they have you do isn't great, and Black Panther feels really agile yet strong. He's kind of a mix of Black Widow. Captain America. He has a cool spear ability. He has almost like Batarang daggers. He's just really fun to play as. And you've got Christopher Judge, you play Kratos uh, in God of War, playing him. That's really cool. It's great. Like, that's the thing. Like, the voice, like, so much of this game they've got so right. Yeah. And just bits of it just fall around, uh, fall apart around it. I was going to ask, like, I haven't touched Avengers since launch, but Mm. still in my head, it sounds like the kind of game I really want to play just because I love, you know, that entire set and all the characters. But has much changed since the launch of Avengers? Or like you mentioned, that's still core. I mean, it's a lot more stable. It doesn't break anymore and it runs well. (laughs) That's Um, nice. The core multiplayer game isn't too different. They've added a few real, like, Omega threat level stuff, which is really hard. Like, some of it's really hard. Like, but like if you're jumping in now, if you're someone who hasn't played since launch, you've got Kate Bishop, you've got Hawkeye, you've got Black Panther, you've got probably another eight to ten hours worth of story stuff there, which is quite cool. So Spider Man not um, in there yet? <laughs> no, Spider Man is coming. Yeah. They've confirmed he's coming and okay. he is in development. Because that's that's probably who knows the part what, when like I might jump in just because I love Spider Man. Yeah, that's exactly. And what who I was knows what of. form that will take? Because obviously he's PlayStation exclusive, and are they really making like? another three-hour story exclusively with PlayStation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he's added to the game as a character with maybe one mission and yeah. use him in more. I, I don't know. Sad. I feel like it's taken long enough that you you kind of want him to be coming mm. with a lot of ammunition. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But Black Panther feels great. And the kind of thing I took away from it was that they are showing a bit of variety in this new one. You've yeah. kind of got some actual puzzles to do, and there's like a cave system, which is hard not to think of Tomb Raider, especially as it's Crystal mm. Dynamics, who obviously made the latest Tomb Raider games. Yeah. They've taken bits of that into it, and I just wish there was more of that from the outset. But I'm hopeful, like, I've obviously only played the first hour or so of it, but I think it'll be really fun. If you're looking forward to Black Panther, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. But beyond that, it's going to be that thing of beyond next week, Am I going to delete Avengers off my yeah. PlayStation again? Come like on, mate. I don't know. Has it got you excited for what you know is coming up? Because I think you mentioned this is like the f- is this like the first big expansion and everything else? This is small the updates? first big expansion. Like the others, yeah. This is the first one that's added a new area. Yeah. The others, and apart from that, it's kind of well, you've got the same amount of missions and the same <laughs> and a new character. There are new villains and new enemy factions, so that is okay. something a bit different. I've um, I've, but, I've not been yeah. following this game since long. I played it at launch. It wasn't mm-hmm. for me, so I switched off. You said that it's got Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. Is that not basically the yeah. same character? 
They're not. No, they're they're both got a bow and arrow, but they're diff- they play very differently in the. Well, I say very different. They play differently okay. in the game. It just seems like, like a surprising back to back first DLC characters to be both yeah. bow and arrow people. I suppose they're linked and to do with the story, isn't it? They right. had in mind, which is kind of the interesting thing of where does this story go now? Because this is after War for Wakanda. We know Spider Man is coming to PlayStation, but apart from that, there's no real roadmap of what is next to this game. Like. Is it the end? Yeah. Is there more? Oh. Like, so, like you didn't get I, any I hints know. from like the story, like oh, this could be coming up. Like there's no kind of build up. No, like they've constantly been hinting at stuff. Like there's rumors, like the way the they released a mission a few weeks ago that was uh, a Monica Rappuccini fight. She's one of the villains in the main game, if you remember her. And her bit re- kind of ends, and people think it's a tease for Ultron. Oh, Maybe okay. Ultron turns up in this Black Panther DLC. I don't know, because I'm obviously only, mm. I don't know, a third of the way through or whatever. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. They are hinting at stuff that... But who knows if they'll get the chance to do it. Oh, I, I was going to say, it's a like, big enough license that you can't really give up on it, can you? You have to find a way know. to to sort of recoup your investment from it, whether that mm. is paid DLC going forward or like a mm-hmm. sequel to it that just expands upon the idea and makes the idea. I feel like that Guardians game is probably going to come up and people are going to be like, see you later, Avengers. Yeah. And probably move that on kind of. Yeah. But the Guardians we'll game is a single player game though, isn't it? It's not yeah, but yeah. I feel like at the end of, of the day, people might just be getting tired of this like, you know, core gameplay loop when it comes with loot and all stuff and like, you know, all that kind of cosmetic oh, shit. They might 100%. just want, you know, a a good single player Marvel game, which like aside from Spider Man, I can't really think of any other highlights that are like that. Do you know what? I really fun. like did you ever play that Captain America game on was it on PS3? Xbox three sixty. Well yeah, that generation. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. it was alright. <laughs> I quite liked it. It was an Arkham ripoff, but I yeah. I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is it is a fun game. And I don't you know, sometimes I apologize for I think liking it. I was like, I enjoyed nice. it. It's yeah. a fun game and I like playing it with people and you know it gives me an excuse to talk to people it's just yeah for you know, sure it's just fun yeah i like it it's enjoyable uh yeah and if you're looking forward to black panther i'd still be very excited about it because i came away very impressed i mean you did like say said, it's all free Tuesday. so that's really good exactly mm-hmm. it's free and i don't know even if you haven't played any of the avengers game right now i imagine it's quite cheap how do you actually like, jump into expansion so if i hadn't finished like the core campaign mm-hmm. can i just be like i want to go and play as black panther in his campaign I think you can, because from the main menu, you would just select War for Wakanda expansion. I'm pretty sure you can just... Yeah, I don't think you have to have completed the campaign, or you'll just be very confused as to why, you know. (laughs) Spoilers, Captain America doesn't die at the start of Avengers, like they told everyone I never got that far. Are you you for real? (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. I got Uh, it. I worked that out. (laughs) Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Um, If anyone's genuinely angry about that. That's the worst kept secret in video game history. (laughs) He's been in every trailer, playable trailer. He's playable. But I actually uh, didn't get to the bit when he came back. No, I didn't either. Well, I won't. I won't spoil how it happens. Maybe you'll finish that game uh, one day. Maybe I will not. <laughs> it's long deleted. Well, saying that, you've. Uh, well, actually, we'll move on. We're going to skip signing the right okay. road because you said you won't go back to that. But for some reason, you've gone back to Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. which I would say is a. Here, here's a bold statement: is a worse game than Avengers. Well, that's nonsense I'm, for a start. Mm. It's not nonsense. But give, give us a good reason, though. But well. But I was going to mainly talk about the things that I found annoying. <laughs> uh, so it was. Why, why are you replaying? Okay, so it's kind of an accident, right? 
So here we go. You accidentally install like a 50 gig game. Here we go. Installed the game. Yeah. So I don't know if you boys noticed or know, but I love trophies, right? And oh, yeah. uh, Fallen Order was one of those games where if there's the PS5 version and if you install it and bring your save over, it just pings all the trophies. So I was like, obviously I'm going to do that, right? <laughs> so I did that, booted it up. And then I realized for some reason, my only cloud save was about a third into the game. And so I booted up and I got some of them and it pinged up. And then I was like, oh, that's really annoying. So I'd have to just play the whole thing again. And then I was like, uh, but I was in it and I just started dabbling around for a bit. And the next thing I know was I'd done like several missions and then I was just going for it. And then I ended up playing the whole game and getting a plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's so that's so how, that's how I started playing it. But I will start with positive. Like say what you want about that game. Like the actual core, like being it's a Jedi. It's, it's perfectly fine game. Yeah. That's the thing. Being a Jedi is like super fun in that game. Like it, even when I'm down to like the collectible hunt and I'm just working my way through these maps and just coming across stormtroopers. And now, because I'm all souped up, I'm like, pull yeah. one towards me, stab it through his chest, force push another one away, then do like mm-hmm. a massive blast where I pull them all in at once and do like the split lightsaber thing. It's like, it is really satisfying combat. Like, I don't get bored of it at all. And sound effects and presentation is mm. obviously phenomenal. But I was reminded, like, I didn't hate it the first time. I, in fact, I quite enjoyed it the first time around. I think. The fact that it's, you're a Jedi for the first, it feels like the first real game where you get to play as a Jedi mm. and it's like legit, you know, not just a, a crappy game. Just Jesse has What, <laughs> what kind of games are you saying there, mate? Um, no, I mean, look, well, I base it on the, like the games I played on like the PS1 era. Like, yeah, the yeah, Force yeah. Unleashed. yeah. Force Unleashed. I see. Yeah, I never, the Force, mate. I didn't think much of the Force Unleashed, to be honest. So, uh, yeah. but this felt like true, like sort of uh, wish fulfillment, you know? And so I liked playing it for that aspect. Yeah. But there's so many like bad design decisions in those <laughs> things. Like all the sliding stuff is absolutely so mental. Much. Not only because there's so much of it, but also it's so easy to mess it up and you're constantly <laughs> dying and it re- and it just takes you back a step, takes you back a step, and it's so instant yeah. that it's just like how did they when they were testing this, how did they not think, oh, we should probably just make this easier to slide down these paths? Like so many sharp corners or jumps that you can time wrong. That was one thing. Another thing is I think I understand what they're going for, right? I don't play these games mm-hmm. um, like on the hardest difficulty. In fact, I played it on the easiest difficulty because I want to be a badass Same. Jedi and kill yeah. people. <laughs> I know that's not what a Jedi does, but you know. Um, and I yeah. want to destroy everyone. Uh, but they were going for that sort of a light Dark Souls vibe. But they've built the maps, especially uh, Zepho, like that, where it's a whole, you know, it's all about looping back and unlocking secret paths. Yeah. But when you get to the end of one bit and then it's like, okay, now you have to go all the way back to your ship again. There's so much. Why is there no fast yeah. travel back yeah. to the ship? It's crazy yeah. how much back travel. And then the worlds are not that good either. So there's so much like backtracking through boring environments. Like, is it called Bagano? The first like planet that you really go to is the most boring looking planet. It's just like a few mm-hmm. rocks formations yeah. and then a temple. And yeah. I think... They could have done... I, I'm, I'm sure they're making a sequel. They might have already announced it, actually. I'm not sure. Um, I think there's rumours, at least. Um, and I think if they can work on their world design, they could. there's something really special there. I just mm. think the way the maps are built are, are just awful. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. it's like it's Star Wars, and you can have so much ver- verticality to it just because you are playing as a Jedi. You know, yeah. the Force Jump exists and all sorts. But I, I think, for me, like the only thing I really didn't enjoy about Fallen Order is was just the combat, because... When I've pictured Jedi games, I think, um, you know, like uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy and stuff right. where it's really fast paced and stuff. And, you know, you're jumping over people and you're rolling around and stuff. And you have, you know, different lightsabers you can use. And I don't want to play 
as a Jedi and feel like, you know, I'm going to do like a really slow like roll to the side. Like it felt like I was playing a dark, dark souls and I mean, with like a baseball bat. That's what they're going for. And I agree with you on the harder, difficult, even normal, like, yeah. but on easy, it does. I feel like it does feel like what you wanted. Like for me anyway, I felt like towards the end of the game, when I'm souped up, when I'm powered up, yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I was just like absolutely dominating the circle. Yeah, but of when I switched to easy, it, yeah. like it was a bit more of an enjoyable experience, but not exactly what I was looking for. But presentation yeah. wise, especially that ending when, you know, you end up going against, I mean, the game's been out for ages now. Yeah vader yeah. that was a spectacle and i love that yes. but i think just going against normal people like stormtroops and stuff i just didn't find too enjoyable well I, th- I think like i think one of the highlights in terms of maps is kashik and i think that's quite interesting you know when you're going up the giant tree and stuff i think that's yeah, yeah. quite interesting but it's also crazy the amount of bug type creatures that you have to fight yeah. and how easily yeah. they can dominate you on the normal <laughs> difficulties as well mm-hmm. um so yeah i know what you mean but like when i said about wish fulfillment my god my that game is wish fulfillment on easy mode only for me like that yeah. i feel i want to feel super powered you know yeah yeah for sure game. and for me that game's more about like the metroidvania stuff anyway you know like unlocking a new gadget that can get me to a new area and i'm discovering things and on on the way i'm murking murking stormtroopers <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah man. yeah off um, murking but yeah uh, i i finished it again last night and i had i'm not even getting I have already gave it a response now, haven't I? Like, Surely <laughs> someone has made that Darth Merkin. Um But yes, I. it was interesting to go back to it when it wasn't the hype all around it, when it just released and everyone was buzzing talking about it. Like, I know there was a lot of hyperbole, particularly from um, like Americans who like was talking about it as Game of the Year nominee. And, stuff. Yeah, I and I thought that was insane. Um, and going back now with like, <clears throat> like it's, it's been and gone. And just looking yeah. at it with fresh eyes, not coloured opinion. I think yeah. it's a seven out of ten game. Yeah, I sure. think it's about that. Yeah, yeah. I was saying not just every American. Yeah, I think we're talking no, no, about no. IGN. I was saying <laughs> the US colleagues. I was, who, when I was saying, I think a lot of people there thought it was better than we did. I say yeah. particularly um, American yeah, yeah. people who work in the games media yeah. industry yeah, seem yeah. to think it was better than I thought. But they also thought that about Ghost of Tsushima as well. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I I liked it, like you said. It's probably a seven, and I'd give Avengers a seven now. So, Mm. you know, maybe it's a slightly harder seven for Avengers, a slightly better game. You haven't even finished it, mate. You can't comment. Um, Yeah, I guess I'm more into Star Wars and Marvel as well. That kind of colours that. Mm. But before we move on, I just want to say that there is a character called Merkin, except it's Talos Merkin, and he was a veteran Starfighter pilot for the Rebel Alliance. Doesn't Merkin... bring him back as a Darth... Isn't Merkin like a pube wig as well or something? What? I, th- I think it is something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's grim. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> a Merkin is a wig yeah, made to cover the pubic area. covering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. But it's also a great thing that Rio Ferdinand used to say yeah. a lot. <laughs> so, so. But he, he, he wasn't... Do you know what? Rio Ferdinand looks a little bit like Darth Maul. <laughs> I reckon if you put Darth Maul face paint on Rio Ferdinand, he'd, he could pull it off. Potentially. I'm, I'm imagining Rio Ferdinand when he signed for Man United and he was wearing that white suit, that disco suit almost. Is, yeah, yeah. Just give him my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> Put Darth Maul's face paint on him. Is he a boxer now? No. No, I think he did a couple of, like maybe he did like oh. an exhibition boxer. Just like how CM He's, Punk tried to do UFC. Like it's, it's that kind yeah, of scenario. Just like that. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah, the same. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's Dale's what almost two-year-old review of Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order for everyone. Hey, it's always nice um, to rehear it. I also, nice watch, I also watched Scarface of a night. Should I talk about that? <laughs> Why I not? I mean, it is a good film. Have you ever good, played yeah. the Scarface game? 
the, yeah, the world is no, yours. I haven't Bang actually. It. No, I never. The balls. The ball. Is it the, the balls, balls meter? meter? Yeah, yeah. The balls yeah, yeah. meter. I mean, he does it's talk about good. balls in that film a lot. Yeah, to he be fair, does so. love do balls. Know, I thought you'd definitely have played that game. No, it's kind of. Do you know what kind of game it is? Uh, isn't it like a GTA ripoff? It's yeah. kind of a GTA yeah. clone, but the cool thing about it is, it's kind of an alternative history where. He Am I going to spoil the end of Scarface? Yeah, well, I don't know. It's been out fucking it's, ages. <laughs> what, the film you know what, or the game? It isn't on my uh, list. <laughs> it isn't my list to watch uh, from the 70s anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's the 80s. I've, it's I've 80s. Oh, you have yeah. watched it though, haven't you? I've seen Oh yeah, I've seen the oh, film. Oh right, yeah. I thought you made <laughs> yeah, it sound like. Times. Yeah, Did yeah, you hear okay. the films you recommended I, last week? I think he's seen Scarface. <laughs> oh no, just because like, you, you made it sound people. like, oh, it's on my watch list. I have not seen it yet. <laughs> oh no, sorry, it's on my. Oh, I forgot you don't listen to the podcast, so you mm, don't know yeah, what yeah. we talk about. But uh, I had a couple nice people. Thank you if you uh, messaged me saying you watched one of the films, suggested and enjoyed it. I didn't expect anyone to watch Lady Abelik, but people <laughs> did. So there you go. Um, but yeah. What were we talking Scarface about? Scarface the know. game. We went off. We were, <laughs> Scarface the game. Very good. Yeah. It kind of picks up from the end of the film, but obviously a different ending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. He's all very good. You got to kill all those cockroaches. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to do the accent. Uh, right. Let's talk about Far Cry VR, which mm. kind of, you could see Tony Montana as a Far Cry villain. I guess you could, yeah. Like, well, a version of Tony Montana. Not actually yeah, Tony Yeah, like Montana. some sort of yeah. Coke Lord. Yeah. Cuban um, Coke Lord, yeah. You. I was going to say you two didn't because I assume Jesse did, but you were still stuck in Spain at the time. Weren't yeah, you? So, uh, I'm quite upset yeah. I missed this. <laughs> yeah. But Dale, you got to go down with Matt and Emma to try out Far Cry in VR, which is more exciting than it sounds because Far Cry in VR does make me just think you were sitting at home playing VR. Yes. But you weren't. Uh, if it was that, I wouldn't be interested, if I'm being brutally honest, because <laughs> uh, I don't really play VR games. I have I get motion sickness quite easy, so VR's kind of mm-hmm. not for me. Like I liked Astro Bart, but that's kind of a little bit different it, you know, you're yeah. the observer in mm-hmm. that as opposed to being the character. Uh, so, but Far Cry VR is actually something that you can't play at home. It's not available on any, it's not available on Oculus or anything like that. It's uh, only at remote locations. So it's more of an experience. It's something you have to go to. The one I went to was in um, London in Wembley Box Park, but I believe there's one in Birmingham. I want to say Sheffield. Have a look at their website anyway, uh, if I could remember what their name of the company is called. Search Far Cry VR. I'm sure you'll find it that way. But there, there's several in America as well. So what it is, is a giant room. And I mean giant. It's like a size of a couple of buses. Like it's, it's quite big. And they strap on a VR helm headset and they give you a gun and the there's a pc but it lives on your back it's a backpack basically so you're carrying around these remote pcs but you're all connected in a world where you're playing a far what you would expect to be a far cry vr experience but you're you've got free roam like within this huge space you can walk around so you are actually it's almost we're getting to like oasis (laughs) matrix levels here (laughs) where you're actually walking around in this world and you like Mm. there were several points where i had to ask matt to move out the way because he was standing in my way (laughs) see that's wicked because i could see it in the vr it's like i was trying to get a good shot and he was blocking this path i was like matt can you move to right bit? i'm trying to get past you here and that was like super surreal like walking around with your friends in a vr thing but they look different obviously um the actual experience and i believe they've got other games as well you can play is really good and I recommend it wholeheartedly. Like it's a really unique take on VR. It's almost like you could argue like the next step of VR, truly bringing yourself, immersing yourself into these worlds. Unfortunately, the game though is kind of, oh, Matt said it in his written pieces, Far Cry in name only. It's, yeah. It almost feels like they had this idea of this shooting gallery 
time crisis y move from one location mm. to the next. And within that location, you can walk around, but you're largely stuck in a zone before you travel to the next zone. And then it's just a kill box. It's just constantly enemies coming at you, take them all down, take them all down. And the only really thing that makes it far cry is a tropical location. And at the start, that Vaz is there. And at the end, Vaz is there from Final yeah. Three. And that's it. <laughs> does he get proper in your face at any point? Uh, yes. Right at the start, he gets in your face. And he does the whole speech from basically whole, like wholesale lifted from Far Cry mm-hmm. 3. Does um, he individually go to everyone? No. So from, in their face? Or from or looking back like, at the footage, kind of together. from looking back at the footage, the, it appears the opening section where you see Vaz um, is uh, you're just on your own. Okay, so you're, okay, okay, you're in a cage okay, okay. and then it, right. then it releases you and then you come together with your friends. So right. you all get that same experience. There is also like another thing that makes it far cry is there's also a drug induced section. I'm not going to like oh, yeah. spoil too much about that, but then lots. But, well, all I heard was that Emma had a fantastic time. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of have to spoil one thing about it. One tiny little bit about the drug induced thing. There is um, lots of uh, sea creatures that fly over your head, <laughs> including a giant whale and sharks at some point. And Emma, as well documented on this podcast, not a fan of whales, apparently. That's so, so cute, though. <laughs> I mean, but in, imagine what things are. Think about what things are like in VR. Like, did you play that? Of course, you played Vader Immortal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I didn't realize how fucking hench yeah. and tall Vader is, he I was is like, massive. I feel embarrassing here. I get terrified in VR when like something giant comes towards me. So yeah, when you look yeah. up and you, there's a whale going above your head, it's quite an intimidating thing to see. And then poor Emma, and I think she's, she was just silent. Started chewing really, into the air. <laughs> you didn't really hear much from her. She was just like frozen in fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole thing goes on for about half an hour and it's also, um, they keep a score, they tally the mm. score as well. So it's it's a it's more of a fun experience you can do with friends like going to Laser Quest or something like that. Yeah. Um, you can play up to eight players. We played with three of us. Oh, wow. I can't imagine eight players in that. That must be mental. It must be like, they must be banging into each other what, all the time. <laughs> what I want to know is, is that, so obviously it's, you're in a humongous room yeah. and like, are you starting in, for example, like the left corner and you're kind of staying around there and then like after you kill all the animal enemies, you start to like just move a little bit and no. then you stand still? So. Like um, how does it transport you to like these different sections? So I don't know how it works for other games. Games, but for this game in particular you start in a little square like it tells mm. you points on the floor to walk to so you stand there okay and then the sections will usually be walk a couple of meters and you're on like a lift an elevator okay. or something that takes you to the next section and the, but then there is a few where it's walking down paths but if mm. you like if you looked at it on paper i think you'd clearly see that you're walking around in circles right yeah so you're, okay, well, you're walking right. around a corner then you're walking off to this bit then you're walking back upon yourself so mm. it makes use of the space in a clever way but when you're in the vr world it feels like you're actually traveling quite a distance no that's really cool yeah that sounds good it's not just like you can't just see all the areas in one big thing you're, you're taken right. from area to area and there's yeah, yeah yeah i maybe overstated how much walking there truly is like there's not <laughs> like a massive you're amount not of, doing like a couple kilometers but there's a, a cool bit like the last area of of combat you're in you're around the, like the stone walls kind of around you but it's got gaps in it and you feel like that's where you can stand but then at one yeah. point i know it's matt I just walked off really far into the distance so i was like oh that's I, really cool but i was so like in the VR mode where you just like sort you of stay were buying into it. Yeah. But then I realized, Oh, ha- hang on. I can actually walk all the way up. Cause I was like struggling to shoot guys who are so far away. So yeah. I just like, okay, I'll just walk over there. So I walked like 10 meters over there. That's and, cool. Like my whole perspective changed. How do you, what, did any of you like 
die? What happens if you die? Does the screen just turn red? Uh, when you die, do you, you're... Do you have to fall over? No. <laughs> I went, like, the uh, equipment. Was, I was ducking lots of times, though, because that works, obviously. Like, ducking yeah. undercover and yeah. stuff. Uh, no, when you die, your gun flashes white, well, it goes white, and you're just out of the game for about five seconds, and then you're back in again. So okay. it's, it's, no, there's not a massive penalty. But yeah, it also, would be shit if there was, because you paid for it, I guess. Yeah, like, you just you're done. You're just done game over. <laughs> well, we did, we did die over. a lot as well, because it's... I wouldn't say it's completely 360 degree combat, but it's close, right? And um, so there's a lot of times you're shooting a cluster on one side and then you'll be getting Mm. shot in the back by someone else because you didn't think about them being over there. So there's a lot of those instances. Um, Yeah, also it's one of those things, you're just getting used to how this works. I imagine our second time we'd be a lot better at it. Yeah, You'd be like elite VR You didn't have to like climb at all no there was no like climbing 40 foot tower and i also yeah. I, I checked with somebody who worked there beforehand there's no way there's no instances where the game just drops you as well that oh, would okay. make yeah. near enough anyone yeah. feel completely ill if you're new to vr did you play that psvr game uh it's the one that came packaged with the gun peripheral oh, what was it called Oh, it's like when you're shooting aliens and yeah, stuff, Yeah, it's all right? like um, yeah, Starship yeah, Troopers I, I, style. Like, mm, I never had a PSVR, but I know the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was playing it at yeah. work, and there was a bit where you walk over a bridge, and the bridge collapses and drops you like 100 feet. And I, I just took the helmet off at that point. I was like, no, not Yeah, because your, your mind and your body is just like two <laughs> yeah. separate things at that point. Yeah. You just can't handle it. It sounds interesting. I think you can do it for up to 10 friends as well. Eight, well you said eight, friends, right? I think it's people, yeah. Eight. So, uh, it's, it's, um, so crazy. At Wembley Box Park, like, yeah. they've got, I believe they've got several games. Also, while you're there, you know, they've also got, I noticed they've got Axe Row in there. They've got some, uh, they've got Mini oh, Golf there. And I was like, seems like a great place to you go just for like. in Wembley Box Park now. Honestly. I mean, they've got, they've got good food there as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair. When I was in there, I was like, Watch this just looks like cool. a fun day of coming in and playing loads of different types of games, you know. Yeah. <laughs> did you say they had different VR games as well? Yes, or I did. Far Cry I can't tell you what they are, but I know they do have okay. um, several different experiences. I don't know if they're yeah. all like gun combat. They might be. Because I know there used to be like a Star Wars one that was like a similar premise and I know you can't play it like on your Oculus or anything yeah. else. So I guess it's similar to that. Standard yeah, yeah. Experience. I, I mean, Jesse, I think you'd, you'd, you'd love to check it out. Like it's not, don't Fuck think of it as a game. It. Think of it as going like, like I said before, doing laser quests or something. It's just, a, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a fun experience. Like, to do you lot go into this and me watching the video afterwards like it just made me realize like i desperately want like just a time crisis vr or house of the dead kind of thing just to play at home because i'd love that yeah. and this sounds like right up my street and it's not even that far from me as well which no, is yeah. cool there we go maybe get, get yourself down and shoot some bad guys <laughs> on a beach uh that's, that's what we all want to do <laughs> isn't it um what have we got going on next should we do an end this search yeah it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah, 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 on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold tight, the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, on the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Dale, hello, quiz man, quiz me up, baby. I I have got a quiz, but it was not my quiz, and this quiz <gasps> is oh, from Zach. Zach has sent it in, and so this is. Uh, so Zach, I'm going to read Zach's emails. It's hi guys, and now gal. I've been a listener to the podcast for years, and it remains a weekly highlight of my long commutes around the country. I've intended to write in a number of times, but never got my ass into gear. Well, no more. I finally decided to write in with an endless search game for you to play with a twist on a recent Metacritic score game we've all enjoyed. It's basically the classic Bruce Forsyth style higher or lower game. Uh, so. What, we, what he sent in is five rounds and we've got 10 higher or lower options. He suggested a 
a mechanic which I think can work, which it's almost like winner stays on to a certain degree. And then when we get to the tenth one, whoever's still in charge wins the game. I guess on the tenth one, if that person gets it wrong, then it get the point goes to the other person. So are you presenters are are you presenting us with an answer? We just decide which. So I'll present you with lower. the first one, and then I'll say the next, and I'll tell you what the the, uh, the concept is, and then it, it'll, it'll become self-apparent. It's very I easy, get you. and I, I believe it's you. all based. Let me just check. Uh, okay, it's, it's all based on so, British. So sitcoms. there is Metacritics, uh, several Metacritics ones, but there is a How Long to Beat one and Ooh. Lifetime Gross Revenue as well. So yeah. the sexy ones. Okay, so let's do it. Uh, round number one is indie game Metacritic Metascores. Okay. And um, we'll start off. The first one is Steam will dig on the PS4, which got an 82, which seems quite high. Um, okay. Uh, let's say, Jesse, you can go first on this one. So high, uh, the next game is Shovel Knight on the PS4. Are you going higher or lower than 82? Absolutely higher. You are correct. It's 90. Shovel Knight. Everyone loves Shovel Knight, apparently. So Jesse, yeah. you stay on until you balls it up. <laughs> unless you don't okay, I'll, I'll have a rest there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next game is Inside on the PC higher or lower than Inside. 90 higher it's actually lower it's 87 what? so now the baton passes to Simon hello <laughs> you sound happier the next game I'm here the next game is Limbo on the PC higher or lower than 87 Whoa. Well, Inside is a better game than Limbo, but I think people maybe went more mad for Limbo because it was newer when it came out. Mm. <sighs> higher or lower mm. than 87? I'm going to go higher. It is higher by one point. It's 88. Oh, Extremely close. Certified people genius. are wrong. I mean, they're both very good. <laughs> yeah. The next game, Simon, is Bug Snacks on the PS5. Higher or lower than 88? A, a game I reviewed myself. Uh, gave it an 8 out of 10. So by that metric, I'm going lower. <laughs> so you are on the high end, mate, because it is lower and it's 75 is on Metacritic. Yeah. The thing you learn about this business is people don't know what they're talking about there. <laughs> no. And that'll be me. Card <laughs> 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 banging song, though. Card is ranked continues. I like it Alpha. It was good fun, yeah. Played that over Christmas. Yeah. Another Cardi favourite, The Witness. Is it? Oh, that's absolutely higher. That's one of the best games ever made. Just saying out right now. It is higher. 87. <laughs> yeah. Keeps the, yeah. the rain continues. Next up, Super Meat Boy on the PS4. Higher or lower Ooh. than 87? See, that was kind of one of the big first, you know, breakout indies, wasn't it? Mm. That's one people, they did love that game. Obviously, an indie game, the movie. Have you seen that? Good film. It's good film. Uh, higher or lower than 87? To 87. I'm going to go higher. You are wrong. It's 85. Uh, Jesse, pro- you're, yeah. up. you're up, mate. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I probably would have been higher for like the 360 release because that was like an Xbox arcade game, wasn't it? So yeah, it's been out for ages arcade, by that point. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Bear in mind the consoles because that could affect. Oh. The next one, higher or lower than 85? Little Nightmares on the PS4. Lower. It is lower, 78. Only got three left. Mm. Hollow Knight on the Switch, higher or lower than 78? Absolutely higher. It's got to be, surely. It's higher. Okay, good. (laughs) I did the old X-Factor bit there. I thought I'd try it out. (laughs) Okay, two left. 
The next one is Celeste on the Switch. Higher or lower than 90? Higher. Don't even take your time to think about That's it, do very you? Close. No, because people, be people love that game. I know that. I just told you certain. Hollow Knight got a 90, though. Yeah, but people yeah, also no. love Hollow Knight as well. It's those kind of games where, like... It can't be higher than 90, can it? It has to it be. It could be. You stick it with higher? Be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, you yeah, gave yeah, yeah. it a 10, but I don't think many places did. It is higher. 92. Yes. Last one. Well, not by a lot, though. If you get this one, mm. Jesse, you get the point. World Wedge. of Goo on the Wii. Higher or lower than 92? You see, World of Goo... Is it a curveball? Is it a curveball? That game is on a lot of people's (laughs) lists when it comes to recommended Wii games. Mm. But this is... Does this count user score as well? Or the only information I've got is Metacritic Metascore. Okay. Uh, I want to say higher. Higher than 92, is that what you're saying? Yes. That's bold. I wouldn't have gone for that. Jesse gets a point. 94. Is it? Yeah. 94. <laughs> why else would, why else would that be that it's a joke because it's a Wii game so people would think it's shit, right? Why is it a joke because it's a Wii game? There's lots of good Wii games. You're lucky Joe's yeah, but not no here. One, no, head right no now. one else in You're this... You're going to get a message No, later. No one else in this team is going like, oh, I'm going to take the Wii out to play a game. No one else other than most likely me. All right, mate. What? <laughs> what? Wait. I don't know. You went from slagging it off to the great defender there. Was I don't know what's oh, going no, on but anymore. What, what, what I'm saying is, is that not a lot of people are going to be whipping out the Wii to play like the great titles on it because it's just too much, too much of a hassle. That, that is true. I, mean, well, I won't because I don't have one. Well, you don't, but, get, you, yeah. don't, you don't use the Wii sensor and get the nunchuck and then you got to get batteries and shit. That stuff's long. The only thing I'd want to play really play on the Wii again is like um, Mario Galaxy and I can play them on the Switch now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, might be fun to cool. whip out Wii Sports once in a while, but yeah, it's a lot of effort, it's a isn't game. it? Whip it out. Yeah. Okay, so this one is movies worldwide lifetime gross revenue. Gross. Okay. Worldwide. Okay, this, oh, this is where I can have it. Okay, so yeah, number one is <laughs> Avengers Infinity War, which was two hundred eighty. Sorry, two thousand two billion eight two billion eight hundred forty-seven million. Not very good at reading numbers. Yeah. Though. Okay. So, Simon, th- the most, this is up yeah, to you now. So, the next one is Jurassic World. Is it higher or lower? Lower. It is lower. Was it, lower. Yeah. Was that the, is it the fourth film? That's like in the new trilogy, right? Is that Jurassic the one World Pratt? was the first, yes. was the reboot. Oh, okay, right, first. right. Yeah. So, Jurassic World was 1,670,000,000. Next one, cash. Simon, is Jurassic Park. Why are you suddenly calling me Simon all the time? It's the quiz, <laughs> it's the quiz yeah. In the quiz. quiz mode, it's Simon. Um, sorry, what was it? Jurassic Park. Oh. Is this a just for inflation? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is the number that's in front of me. So the so Jurassic oh. World was 1,670,000,000. See, like when Jurassic World came out, it was... It might have even overtaken E.T. It was, if not, it was very close to E.T. as like the biggest. I don't think it could have earned that much, so I'm going lower. It is lower. It's one billion and thirty-four. Unbelievable. Simon keeps his run going. The next one. <laughs> Minions. Oh mate, that that oh, film yeah. bank. It is higher, but not by like a substantial amount. Only by about sixty million or something, eighty million. Anyway, it's by like, a few minions. Yeah. <laughs> it was one billion. It still made a billion though. One billion one hundred fifty-nine million was minions. This is a good run. Classic good run you got here. It's a good run. This Next one. I'm happy. The Dark Knight. 
Higher or lower than 1,159,000,000. I'm going higher again. You are wrong. It's lower. <gasps> so the Dark Knight did break a billion, but it's 1,006,000,000. Oh, just did it. Yeah, Unbelievable. It was a good run. I'm a bit annoyed you're not doing the Breezy voice for all of <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if I could commit to that for the whole length of this, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, next up, it's Jesse, you've got the baton. Toy Story 4, higher or lower than 1 billion and 6 million? I want to say, I want to say lower. You're wrong. It's actually higher. Not by merch, not by merch. It's 1 billion and 73 million. In my head, I feel like that was mostly like a nostalgia thing. I don't think. It's a good film as well. No, I know, but I'm fit. Well, the way I'm picturing it is that it's a people Disney Toy Story film, mate. I know, but I don't know how many kids actually care about Toy Story <laughs> loads that much. Um, Probably most enough to make I one billion. And there's enough people my age going to yeah. see, see it. I'm picturing well. more people your age than kids yeah. watching it. To be I fair, I don't know. I feel like everyone my age is having kids is taking their kids now. I would say I anecdotally, all my nieces absolutely love that film. Fair enough. They got. They all had their own forkies. Yeah. Combat call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, goes back to Simon. Yeah. Here we are. Venom. Oh God. Go get him. How much? Venom. Get him. That card. Like, I'm just. A, there's no way that's earning more than Toy Story. I'm going lower because it would be frankly hurtful to me if it earned more money than Toy Story. So it was lower. You're right. It yeah. was 856 million. So still a wow. decent chunk of change. Pennies. That. that. Yeah, make that in a day. Next up, Simon. <laughs> Iron Man. Higher or lower than Venom? It's the first Iron Man. Do you know I'm going lower. It is lower. Substantially so. Iron Man was 586 million. Mm. There we go. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd want that. <laughs> here's, here's a curveball for you. Next one. Yeah. The Hangover. Higher or Higher. lower than 586 million? It's not like the highest earning like R-rated comedy of all time, maybe? I don't know. I'm comedy. going higher. Yeah. You're going higher? Yeah. Surely. It's lower. For <gasps> what? 469 million, which is a lot of money for yeah, a comedy. It's still, still a lot still of money a lot for of cash, a though, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, I thought it was. I thought it was near a billion. I thought it was a lot. Jesse, it moves to you and there's only two left. You could get the point. If yeah. both Lord the, of I've the got rings. like seven and he's got one and I can still lose. <laughs> it's just the rules. That's where the game goes. You've got to keep streak going. You should call this game Ugh. The Streak. That's what it's called. Right, and Jesse. What a great name. <laughs> here's some expertise for you. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Higher or lower than 469 million? See, it was such a long wait that people must have paid so much. Like, a shit ton of people must have watched that. It has to be higher. Of course it's higher, mate. I can't okay, believe you one. ever doubted that one. <laughs> well, no, just because everyone shits on that film, and yes, rightly but so. It made it, but did you ever see the video of all the people that came out of the cinema seeing that film and what they were saying well, about it? Well, they were like, wow, that's <laughs> Everyone's talking about it like it was the greatest film they've ever seen. Yeah. It's because Darth Maul happened right at the end, so they forgot everything else. Rhea Ferdinand's in it, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Merkin, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, the answer was 1 billion and 27 million, by the way. So it, over double. The last one, Jesse, you can get the point if you get this. Higher or lower than 1 billion and 27 million? Inception. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm just going to say 
lower. What are you basing that on? <laughs> just I got I got a feeling it might He's be it instinct. might be a bad one. I'm just going to on the top. Jesse, you are correct. You guys, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 837 million. <laughs> Star Wars always beats anything. That is not always true. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round three. Just, it's a disgrace, this, isn't it? Yeah. Who's winning right <laughs> now? It's two, 2 0 to Jesse. I oh, mean, wicked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still, still all to play for. Still all to play for. This, this round is games. Is and Yeah, because there's five rounds. This is games and how long it takes to beat them, the main story. And I assume this data is based on how long to beat website, which is the average. And it's, sorry, yeah. is this main story, like that section? Or yeah, like it actually everything? does say, yeah, sorry, I didn't read it out. It says main story in brackets. Yeah. Okay, so, cool. Okay, okay, cool. That's important to know. So um, I think... I think Jesse first. Well, no, I think we're going to start with something. I right. think it should be whoever oh, got the, won the last point, the other person gets the advantage. I feel like. <laughs> oh, okay. That so makes sense. Bullshit. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so yeah. the starter is Batman Arkham Knight, which takes 16 and, Lower. 16 and a half hours. <laughs> that seems like quite short. 16 and a half hours for Batman, Batman Arkham Knight. I suppose, yeah, if you're just doing main. Yeah. So the next game is... Hades, is it higher or lower than 16 and a half hours? So that's a, like, I mean, where are you considering the story yeah, ending is, on isn't that? Isn't that game? like a bit unfair? Because like, isn't it an endless game? It's, sort of? it's not unfair when there's data in front of me, mate. Oh, no, there are credits. So, I mean, you've surely done this, <laughs> yeah, Cardi. But, like, there's some if you beat it, we count if you beat it once or if you beat it like 10 times. No, surely you once you I think hit it's the credits beat, the first yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That. Okay, I'm, I'm going lower then because it definitely took me lower. Okay. You're wrong, it's higher. That's what? ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. so it's my, 20, my how much? 21 hours, apparently. Wow. Uh, Jesse, the battle is passed to you. Now. The Last of Us. I was going to say, I said that like I was going to say part two. Sorry. Yeah. The Last of Us. The Last of Us. <laughs> a bit of hint of a Scottish accent there. Uh, yeah, The Last of Us. Is it higher or lower than 21 hours? It has to be lower. Can't take you 21 hours to finish that. It's got to be like 16 again, hasn't it? It's lower. It's 15.5. So, Carly, you're very close there. But it stays with Jesse. I'm good when it's a game that has a definitive story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, blame Zach. I didn't come up with these. Next up, Portal 2. Higher or lower than 15 and a half hours? Lower. It is lower. It's 8.5. I wasn't going to waste any time on that one. We all know that one. Yeah, yeah. The next one is a tricky one. Lego City Undercover, higher or lower than 8.5 hours? Higher. It is higher, 15 and a half hours. You've got a lot to do in Lego games. I don't think I've ever played Lego Undercover, to be fair. That is a pretty good game, actually. Jesse's keeping the streak going. Next up, Mario Odyssey, higher or lower than 15 and a half hours? Give him a Slay the Spire, see how long it takes. Higher. He's saying higher. Yes, locked in. It's lower. It's 12.5 hours, which seems really short. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose if you're just running through all the levels, not collecting any moons. That's true. It passes to Simon. I could replay that game now, actually. Mm. Higher or lower than 12 and a half hours? Immortals Phoenix Rising. It's got to be higher. Yeah. It is higher. It's 25 hours. I was going to say, the game can't be 12. Next up, God of War, the 2018 release. Oh, you should know this. Higher or lower than 25 hours. That is a tough one. If you mainline that game, I reckon you could do it in like 18 to 20. 
but I know I took nearer 30. I'm going to say if you are mainline in that game, it's lower. It is lower. It's 21 hours. He's keeping it. There's only three left. Next up, Marvel Spider-Man. Higher or lower than 21 hours? Lower. It's going to be like 18. It's lower. It's 17. Close. 100%. That can't be that long. Two left. And here's another one you might enjoy. Higher or lower than 17 hours? Hollow Knight. <laughs> that's high. That is definitely higher. That's that's more like a 30-hour game, isn't it? It is higher. Level. It's 26 hours. Yeah. That's a decent Last hour. one. Can you get this over the finish oh, line? 20, 26. Okay. Higher or lower than 26 hours? Skyward Sword HD on the Switch. Oh, why, why does it have to be a game I haven't played? Um... <laughs> Games are so... I think it's going to be like, because even the Zelda games like Breath of the Wild you think are big, I think they're how long to beat so surprisingly short, like you mm. could do it in like 12. So I'm going to go lower. He's gone lower than 26 hours. I'm afraid it's higher, mate. It's 30 what? hours. What? <laughs> That's not because people have played that version, that, that game before. I would have expected it to be in general Don't lower. question the data. Right, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not the one question of the day, uh, but I have been swindled yes. again. That I is will say that. three points um, to Jesse. He has won the game, but I don't even earn that game. one. Should we carry on for firm? We got two more. Um, it's like, I don't know how. What time are we on? Yeah, uh, how long are we going here? Already? Let's have a look. I don't how know. Long to we, we've, still, we've got a lot of British sitcoms to get through. That is true. So yeah. we, I'm just having a quick. Look. We do that. I'm sure people are enjoying the game, but sadly, yeah, I think I'm I've, not going to suffer anymore. Well, it was a whitewash. <laughs> Let's just end the embarrassment. Yeah. At this point. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a, a nil-three spanking, is what we can say. But actually, ve- very I, good movie knowledge at home, from Cardi, then, Cardi, as is always. That what you're <laughs> look, all I'm saying is. I was cheated, and I'm very bitter about it. And this is why I should host all the games in future. I think because uh, what it's just not going my way. Um, podcast is now over. No, uh, right. Let's get let's get. So we said we were going to talk about this. The British Smash British sitcom Smash Got yeah. BSS. That's what we called it. Okay. Um, if you missed last week for some reason, you haven't listened. What we did was inspired by the Nick Tunes like uh, Smash Fighter. They announced. We thought, let's make our own roster based on British sitcom uh, characters. And then we asked you for your suggestions, and we got lots of emails in. So oh, yeah. sorry if yours isn't read, but we did get a lot. And we also got some, like I said, some international suggestions, which is always good. But first, I want to hear, Dale and Jesse, what have you got for us? Have you got any suggestions that you think should be on this roster? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been put, I put grateful into this. I was listening to the podcast last week, and I was like, you guys covered a lot, of, a lot of good characters, a lot of good sitcoms. I was dabbling mm-hmm. with some some other ones, but then all I could think about was this one person. Right? Okay. <laughs> so, if, if, I, I imagine you might not have seen the show. Have you either of you seen the This Country BBC mockumentary series? I haven't no. actually, but I, I've seen a lot of trailers for it. Oh, so I've never it is even a, heard of it. It's a fantastic mockumentary series about people who are living in Somerset. And just mm-hmm. they kind of layabouts, and it's about this, this little village basically. Mm-hmm. And in this village, 
there was this person called Mandy, who was often nicknamed Mad Mandy, <laughs> who is an okay. absolute bruiser. Like she's covered in <laughs> she's covered in tattoos. Is she related to Mad Andy from Teacher? <laughs> <No. laughs> oh, that'd be another good one, actually, thinking about it. <laughs> but she um she there's an episode where she acts as a bodyguard. She will always threaten to beat anybody up if they get in her way. <laughs> but also okay. she has another side to her as well. Like oh. so she goes to the local book club. And she writes her own. She writes her own poetry and writes her own short stories sometimes oh, as well. Lovely. And, Mandy sounds lovely. And she mm. also has the power of persuasion as well. Oh. Uh, <laughs> mainly because she's like, uh, you wouldn't fuck with her at all. So you should, you'll do whatever <laughs> she says. But there's one episode where one of the main characters, Curtin, buys a PC off her, and when she's selling the PC, it turns out it's just the monitor, and there's nothing else <laughs> in the PC. And he argues the point, but then she's like. Are you calling me a liar? You're saying I'm not selling you so and he ends up paying fifty pounds for just a monitor and then walks away. So I'm thinking uh she's she's a new character class. She's like the hypnotic bruiser, right? Mm, she's okay. got she's got this power of brute force, but she can also like she can hypnotize you, she can persuade you into doing things like you have she to can, like lull your enemies first and yeah then she can read strike. you a short story and which sort of sends you mm. into like a sort of almost like sleepy state and then she can absolutely when she pulls you in she can unleash fury from there that's really cool i think yeah you, sounds a fantastic addition you wouldn't mess with i think i think i'd main that character she's been approved <laughs> well done did you just have the one though did you come armed with the one uh i also thought your buddy g from people just do nothing as well <laughs> but i was i didn't give it too much for but i thought he would be um a funny addition mainly because he's a wheel he's a kind of got the del boy vibe he's a wheeler dealer so mm-hmm. um we kind of covered that ground um, jesse me and del have already kind of had some insights to who you're picking and I yeah. don't think either of us would ever have judged this. And I don't know what it says about you, but this is what you've gone for. Yeah, so, so this this came to mind immediately as soon as, you know, I had, as soon as I was told. Um, just My Parents Are Aliens. Which, What's uh, a is, classic British sitcom? Oh, right, it's, it's a show. A, it's an all-timer. It is a British children's <laughs> sitcom that was aired on ITV. And I watched it all the time as a child, you know, back when I was heading to primary school and whatnot. And for those, you know, not in the know regarding ITV's finest piece of TV... Um, this show is all about two aliens who crash landed on Earth and then end up adopting three children. And, you know, they're their parents. And, you know, you have all the crazy, like, little like, antics. Where it's like, you know, you're not allowed. Process. How's it's, that it's, a, it's a good show, let me tell you that. And, you know, you have all, like, the crazy situations where, like, the parents, you know, they're trying to hide that the fact they're aliens to, like, other parents and other children and stuff. It's just so much fun. It's basically the one division, but for children just want to put that I'm out there sure. um, it, it, it was the one it was the one division of the day and i think you know reviews of rev- the day. review reviews will Mark, back that are up you're gonna write that uh, can you please write that article for our gen, uh, my parents of aliens were as ahead of its time yeah, it's a feature <laughs> it waiting to happen, isn't it? um but yeah i i haven't played smash too much but i am familiar with the ice climbers so my idea for this combatant is you've got tony gardener who plays the dad he is the first section of this character. And then you've got, um, I think her name is Carla. I can't remember her other name. She's the mum, so they come as two, okay. right? And they are the two main fighters, but they come as one and they have attacks which include offering really handy, like, is, life advice. Tony Gardner the name of the actor? Not yeah, the it's, it is the actor. <laughs> oh, the character's oh, it's the actor, not the character. I don't, I don't need to know their alien names because it's more important to have Tony Gardner because he brings a wealth of <laughs> knowledge from other characters. You do need to know that because I'm asking for actor. it. What's it called? I'm saying I want to I want to bring in the deep law. So you the deep law an actor an actor is not a deep law. It's deep law <laughs> coming from their other filmography and okay. TV shows and what. Tony Gardner is Brian, Brian Johnson. Way, yeah, and who's the classic. other one you said? Um, and then you have her name is Carla Mendonca, Sophie Johnson. I think 
Brian and Sophie. There we go. Yeah. So yeah, you've got yeah. the mum and dad together and, you know, they're offering life advice as combat. They're throwing brownies at you. And if you've watched the first episode of um, My Parents Aliens, you'll know about the brownies. It's a very important note. And they also can transform their human selves into aliens to have like extra attack damage, which obviously makes sense. Yeah. And their ultimate is bringing their three children along, which then combined allows you to have a full runtime episode play which then bores and kills the enemies. And that's about 20 minutes long. <laughs> so I've thought a lot about this and I think they'll be very versatile okay. characters because you get the two and the three. Like I'm not officially on the committee of deciding who makes it into this game or not, yeah. but I feel like this might be the first rejection. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, they, their special movies, they play have, a full episode the of their TV show. <laughs> yeah, why not? If you can have Game & Watch and other shite characters, you can have Tony Gardner and the others we're not having shy characters that's the key to our roster though but do you know what this is firmly under consideration because this is no 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 i don't know it's confirmed this is final release this is the first okay. dlc in fact why don't we get on to what the listeners have to say <laughs> um, uh, we've got we've got like six emails here like i said we got like near 20 i think so maybe we'll come back to this another time but thank you for your emails um first one here i've got is from cj who says hello people loved your british sitcom smash I keep accidentally almost saying shit con. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is kind of, you know, it fits. Um, it's like Catherine so my Tate girlfriend show, and I were listening in the car and we came up with our entry and their entry is Tim from Spaced. It's a, I was thinking about Space. Mm. Personally, if I had to go for Space, I would have to go for Reece Shearsmith and... Uh, <laughs> oh no, I hadn't thought I mean, of he's, a good at, but, he's not even that good at Robot Wars. What else has he got? Uh, He's got a robot was that's all he needs and he says oh no I do not know a lot of these characters from these shows Yeah well I got that because you picked on from my parents are aliens yeah, which is also which is also a sitcom It's yeah but it's a sitcom for 10 year olds Exactly it's so it's a very valid choice might be good from watched by many well, I'm just trying to think who else would be good from space as well like um uh, Nick Frost's character the, uh, is like he's he loves his yeah, guns and I think his people army. did su- people did suggest uh, Mike Yeah um, and also, oh, what's the name? Is it Ty? Who is it? Ty? The name of like the disco guys, like you lucky people. Oh like, yeah, um, is his name Ty? No, I'm not. Uh, yeah, uh, is it, we- is it wheels or something like that? Isn't wheels it? or Ty? Yeah. I think it might be Ty. <laughs> I'll have a look. Um, talking. But yeah, lots of. I haven't watched Space in years. Watch Space, Jesse. You'll like it. You like Edgar Wright, don't you? Do you like Sean Lennon and Hot Fuzz? I've met him. Yeah, yeah, there's a bit when he's playing Resi- Resident they play Evil Two in exactly. it. Exactly. Well. Oh, I have exactly. seen that scene actually. <laughs> Just, just of course you've scene. seen that scene. Uh, anyway, uh, CJ's suggestion of Tim from Space says he can dash around the level on his skateboard, shoot people with his finger guns, that's very good, and do melee attacks with his pens and pencils and skateboard. His taunt can be eating twiglets because they make him angry. And maybe some of his more advanced attacks can involve drawing comic book characters that come to life and attack. This is is all good stuff. Obviously, for his final smash attack, he would call in Mike in his stolen tank to invade France. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jesse, you'll love it. Really, you would. Um, You'd be laughing right now, I tell you. Sorry. I just wanted to ask, do you you lot like twiglets? No. I do. Mm, Okay. Right. Do you I like Marmite? The research continues. <laughs> mm. Like I'm, I feel like if you like Marmite, I like, I like, like Marmite twigs. with cheese, but not just like Marmite by itself. I think they complement each other. 
Okay, so maybe you want to... Don't give me that look, Dale, because it's a sandwich I mean, stop, there's a well-documented marketing piece that says about Marmite, where you either love it or hate it, and you've clearly said that you're, you sometimes like it, but sometimes not asked. Well, well yeah, I'm breaking the mould. Fuck them. <laughs> exactly. To be the rebel I am as well, I think it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't really, uh, um, doesn't really fit. It, but anyway, yeah, CJ has said on a side note, there used to be a freeware fighting game on PC called Mugen, where you could make custom characters and movesets that had a bunch of TV and film characters in. And he distinctly remembers Tom Hanks being OP. We're very familiar with that. Don't worry, we've had many a salty bet night where we've <laughs> mm. watched all of these characters fight each other. And Tom Hanks versus a Game Boy or something. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> Ronald McDonald you... is often appearing in that game as well. If you if you enjo- if you're enjoying our chat about these characters, definitely watch some salty bet. It's yeah. it's constantly running twenty four seven on Twitch. That is good stuff. Yeah, uh, he is fantastic. called Tires in Spaced as well. There we go. Okay, so this uh, Dale. Yeah, this is from Luke Spencer. He says, hello, folks. Luke here. Bellowing from the arse end of a French baguette. Okay. Mm. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I was thinking Larry David would be a great playable character to have in the Smash Light game, solely because of the image of himself and Superhands coiled around each other fighting like two lanky snake men is very amusing. I don't know what his moveset would be. I'll leave that to the boffins to sort out. I'm an ideas guy. Respect the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like Luke's tone there. Um... What could Larry I love David? Larry David from Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. If you don't know, um, oh. what could his powers again, be? An international. Uh, he's he's joining the roster because he's he's almost very British in nature. He's very gr- he's a grumpy old man. Yeah. Um, he his moves. I don't know. There's just so many different scenarios. He gets All I can think of to- is. Um, <laughs> The beloved aunt bit, and, and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. is there a way of like and, he, and the doll he spells his opponent's names wrong and, and antagonizes them and makes them weak and vulnerable? Oh, there's just so many different. <laughs> I think one of his attacks is got to be, oh, God, it's got to be summoning the uh, the dad. I don't know how, if you've watched it all or not, but summoning the dad from Kamikaze Bingo. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> it's a very good. Oh, thing what about having um, um, special movies? You can bring in Leon as well to just like absolutely handle some business. Yeah, Leon's got to come yeah. in. Uh, maybe pl- golf clubs he plays golf all the time he's got a golf club as a melee weapon that's an obvious one i think but yeah larry david fits in everything and should be in everything um yeah jesse jesse what have we got this is from stuart jackson he says simply Crichton, red dwarf main (laughs) attack vacuum attached to his chest luigi mansion style special summon in the starbug Nice. I have not seen Red Dwarf. Either Crichton or Red Dwarf. Have you heard of any of those? No, but I have. I have a mate who really loves Red Dwarf, and the only thing I really know is that I think like the main one of the main actors in it. I think he's in EastEnders or Coronation Street as well. He he he's like a mainstay character in one of the soaps. I can't remember what his name is. He was in Coronation Street, I believe. Didn't he also do Robot Wars? Wars? Yes. Yeah, talking about Craig Charles, right? Um, He'd also be a good fit. I would, I think I would have Dwayne Dibley. Oh, Dwayne Dibley would be good. Is, is Red Dwarf recommended viewing? Because I honestly, I've never really watched never, like a lot of British. I never loved it. It was a yeah. little bit before my time. Though. Yeah, okay. I, so I was I big it, into it. Um, mm. And it was very, it was very much like late night British comedy. It was always on at about 10 o'clock at night, I remember. Is it like a piss take of like Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff? Oh, yeah, but it's, it's absolutely, it's stupid. Yeah, it's just okay. really silly. Yeah, they're stuck in, they're, He's been like uh, frozen over time or what? I can't remember what it is. And yeah. then it's in the future and so on. There's a, like a wacky cast and they're always up to, it's like every week they're running into a new alien race and some mad things like are happening. And stuff. Yeah. But it's like very low budget and like yeah. it looks low budget as well. That sounds cool. I don't know if it holds up or not. I've not watched it in a very long time though. So mm. I don't know how good it would be today. 
still a lot of good character options yeah. from it. I'm liking it. Uh, we've got a slightly different proposal here from Daniel Moore, who suggests a spin-off. It can, I, I'm thinking maybe it's like a mega DLC pack. We kind of covered some of these before, but they do fit. It's the the Mark Heap versus um, what you might call it, Matt Berry yeah. DLC pack. So you get kind of maybe skins for each of them. So for Mark Heap, you've got Jim from Friday Night Dinner, Alan from Green Wing, and obviously Brian from Spaced. Yeah. And uh, some of his characters from uh, Brass Eye as well, <laughs> such as is it, uh, the one who just shouts at cows. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a very good character. Um, that'd be good. And then for Matt Berry, you've got so many to choose from. You've obviously got Sanchez yeah. from Garth Marenghi. You've got Dixon <laughs> from the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> got Douglas from the IT crowd, Toast from Toaster London, and Laszlo yeah. from what we do in the shadows. He's got a lot of good characters. What though. is, um, there's a bit, one episode where Laszlo has to go on the run and he becomes like um, a bar owner in America somewhere. Oh, he's got a fantastic name and I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but he's like a coach yeah. of the women's volleyball team or something. Yeah. I'd want that character in as well. I've, I've only <laughs> seen one, one of those shows there and that's Dark Place. Am I missing out on all the rest? Uh, what uh, we do in the shadows is very w- worth watching. Yeah, okay. Brass Eye. If you haven't watched all of Brass Eye, mm-hmm. absolutely watch. Is all Brass Eye the like um, kind of fake news night thing? It's kind of yeah. the yeah, and right. the day to day is similar to that as well. Uh, okay, right, uh, right, right. They're both very good. Uh, but yeah, lots of good. And he says, "Cheers!" And in, am I going to try and do a Matt Berry voice? I don't think. Do it. Oh, no, no. I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. It's a very hard voice to do. For the love of vocal. all things, respect the sea. God damn it, that was way off. <laughs> For the love of... No, well, you're doing more Sanchez there. Respect the sea. Yeah, I know. That's easier to do. <laughs> um, Same crock of shit. Tell me, am I in Saint's crock? I'm just trying to think of his lines and then trying to... No, nah, it's not working. Oh. This is very entertaining to watch <laughs> from my go, end. Oh, for the... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just do that. Easier, isn't it? Uh, Dale, who's next? Yeah, don't ever write in getting us to do impressions, by the way. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's in our remit. Uh, this is from Mike Heim. Hi, guys. My submission for the British sitcom brawler character is Gareth from The Office. Gareth always has ideas of himself which were grander than what was re- what reality gifted to him. In the brawler, he would have no physical attacks. He would only be able to jump and evade, although this too would be nerfed. Every time he got hit by another character, a random clip from a soundboard play of Tim and Dawn mocking him with lines of cock and they've entered your hole without knowing and team leader means nothing. It's like making the kid at school a milk monitor. <laughs> this would continue until he's taken enough damage to activate his super move, transforming into a huge jacked army commando with territorial army emblazoned across his massive <laughs> chest and biceps. For 10 seconds, he would be the most OP character in brawler history, pretty much a one hit killing anything that came near him. <laughs> metaphorically or literally he'd be a boy able to swim faster than a shark able to kill a tiger armed only with a biro basically <laughs> everything he imagines himself to be in his mind's eye at the end of his super timer he reverts back to being low power gareth to the sound clip of them saying they've put my stabler in jelly again <laughs> hope you enjoy all the best i like it i uh, gareth was definitely on my initial list when i was yeah. thinking of characters because yeah i mean He's just got it all, hasn't he? Yeah. Where, where do yeah you, he has nothing. Where do you two land on the UK and US office debate? Because I've only seen the I've only seen the US. They're both. No, because I haven't watched the UK one, so I, I don't think know if it's they're actually both like ten out of ten yeah, shows. They're both okay. phenomenal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No debate. I, yeah. Why compare? You don't need to. Can just enjoy both. Um, I would say with Gareth though, he is like he. And Mike's implying here that he's completely useless. And it's all bullshit, and I don't think that's true. I definitely think like Gareth, like. 
for example, when Gareth, they're in the club and he says he's going to like try and hit on that girl and he actually like yeah. achieves it and stuff. Like, yeah, he succeeds. Uh, he's got to have a move where he just goes by on a sidecar as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I think like his confidence like is not completely mm-hmm. just, but I think he has some merit. Like he has a lot of knowledge as well. Great quiz master. Yeah, a, uh, he's just question on the Panama Canal. The thing he has hasn't got obviously is the brawn, and that's yeah, like Mike suggested, that's where the brawn superpower could come in. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's, he's he's a good character. Uh, and the last one, Jesse. What have we got? I've got a fantastic suggestion from Mike. He says, "Hey, this is one hundred percent my bag. I'm going to be very restrained and stick to one suggestion." Mr. Bean, or perhaps just Bean, depending <laughs> on what sounds better from the announcer. Bean. His moveset includes, includes puking into a paper bag and exploding it across the other players, putting a waste paper bin over the opponent's head and jacking them with a Jeez. pencil, running you over in his yellow mini, a bit like Wario's bike, fair enough, mm-hmm. putting explosives in a tin of paint and setting them off. His final smash would be the big reveal that Teddy is, in fact, a higher being of power, ascending into the air like some kind of fluffy god before unleashing a myriad of explosions and beams from his beady eyes. He also has taunts that includes a wobbly leg dance and flipping everyone off. His stage... Oh, see, he went for a stage, which is also pretty cool. His stage would be his apartment with a rocked-up version of the angelic theme tune. Mm. Apologies if these references are too niche. No, we get they it, certainly mate. We are get not. It. Also curious to know what you lot imagine the game's graphical style would be. Realistic human fighters or something more cartoony? Respect the bloody sea. P.S. Can we have one of the family from Dinosaurs or Harry from Harry and the Hendersons for the U.S. DLC? I'm aware this counts as multiple suggestions, so sue me. I think those ones are... Like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons would be quite good. I think those ones are a bit out of your um, era there, Jesse, those last two. But yeah. Yes, because I do not know where they are from. Yes, but Mr. Bean transcend, transcends age. Yes. Um, 100%. I would say I really want him with the angelic theme tune bit, like when he comes into the map, like it has to do the beam of light <laughs> and he just falls onto the floor, face plants on the yeah. floor at the start. Which Bean, yeah. It just got. It would just be worth it just for the announcer Bean. to shout Bean. Did you lot ever watch the cartoon series? No. I saw a little bit. I was mm. never... Yeah, uh, I was. I mainly just watched the film. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen the film. Well, it was the final one the where he went to France? Is it? Sure. Uh, I watched because I watched that in cinema. I think. I don't know. What What do you think? I can't remember. Mister Bean's like most impressive because he was always he always pulled off some sort of trick in an episode to like help him win the situation. Mm. Like, oh, do you remember I the one know. when he had a New Year's Eve party and he wanted Twiglets? I'm talking about Twiglets again, <laughs> and he just pulls in a branch from the window and just chops off bits of the branch and then like dips them in. Honey or Marmite or something, and that's his toilet. He's a he's a very clever man. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the episode when he gives orders to like army cadets. I found that to be funny. Oh, I don't remember that one. There we go. I, I such um, a sorry. We're going on a bean tangent here. No. I have such a distinctive memory of um, the one where he's on the beach, and I remember as a kid thinking it was so impressive when he he has to put his swimming trunks on, but without taking his clothes off. <laughs> Do you remember he has to like feed all his clothes through his stuff just because he doesn't want someone else to see him naked for one second. <laughs> oh well, How good lovely. old Mister Bean. Uh, thank you for your suggestions. We have got more. If you want to, there's still time. We'll probably carry this on for another week. Why not? If you've got some good suggestions, um, let us know. And like we said, uh, we've called it British sitcom smash. Send in whoever you want, as long as they're from a sitcom. Let's not get crazy. I'm not having like Don Draper in this. That's not a sitcom. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, send those into IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com, as well as if you play Bat for Blood this weekend, why not let us know what you think of that? Yeah. Uh, I think, like I said, please watch our KDA thing. You don't have to if you don't want. It'd be nice. You might be. You might find it interesting. Uh, I'll and watch of course, it. 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I've seen it. It's good. Oh. Uh, um, put, Wicked. Let's put some KDA at the end. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick. I'll pick one of the bangers. Probably from more. Yeah. Because more is a banger. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.